0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Good evening. My name is Dewan Nelson, and I will be your moderator for this class. Welcome to another lecture given by the members of the Southfield, Michigan class. This is a school and not a church, and neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non denominational, religious, and scientific research organization. dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh, our Elohim, and the operation of his eternal purpose, pattern and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. The school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given to our founder, Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. We hold classes in the United States, Canada and certain other foreign countries. The Southfield, Michigan class was established in 1997. The dean of the Southfield, Michigan class is Dr. Marvin Lewis, and the president is Dr. Edward Yule. In this school, we use the true, correct, and original name and title of the Father, the Word, or Son, and the Holy Spirit, which are contained in the original Hebrew text. The true name of the Heavenly Father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted by Lord. The true title of the word or son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted by God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. It has been erroneously substituted by Jesus Christ. Lord and God are titles and not names. The Apostle Paul filled with the Holy Spirit tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5 that there are Lord's many and God's many. But we now know that each Lord must have a name and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title, but unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means Elohim is the title that our creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name, but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia will prove that neither the Hebrew language, the Greek language, nor the Latin language have any characters or letters in the alphabet that will produce the sound that is made by this letter J. Neither was there a letter J in the English language until some 1,400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true and original name of our father and his son. Christ is a title just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit, and in this state, he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. He merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because the cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We have drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on this chart is within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh, knowing that man could not perceive of him in this pure spirit state, took on shape, and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a superincorporeal being that is having the shape and form of a man, but without flesh and blood. This form could only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelations. Later on, this self-same spirit manifested himself in a physical body, and walked the earth plane as Yahshua, the Messiah, who the world calls Jesus Christ. Now, there is only one name given unto salvation, and we must know that name. So the simple yet intelligent question that we should ask ourselves is, what was the name of the savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also, at this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in the vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The pattern consists of a most holy place, a holy place and a court roundabout. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof that everything in the universe is, excuse me. In this school, we show proof that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. The primary constitutional objectives and aims are as follows. First, to help you find and know Yahweh our Elohim as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood, of humanity in Yahshua the Messiah, without distinction of race or nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so-called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, psychology, philosophy, and modern, practical, and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstitions, skepticisms, and ignorance. Sixth to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose through the dispensations and ages. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the devil, the dragon, or Satan, and his demons operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend for the common salvation. And faith, which was, which once was delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua the Messiah. And 10th, to inherit eternal life now in the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah with the hope of immortal glorification. In the New Earth State. Our watchword is peace. Our slogan, speak the truth. Let's see here. At this time, we'll have a prayer for Dr. Anitra Morgan. And scripture reading today will be Mark, the second chapter, read by Dr. Lauren Lewis. Dr. Morgan.
2: I would like to say good afternoon to the class and let us bow our heart and mind and I ask Joshua to continue to guide us throughout this day and age that we're in right now. Give us the strength to endure each and every day and all the things that are way and give us the strength each and every day and allow us to continue to preach this gospel day in and day out within our souls as we walk through this world. And with that, I say hallelujah. 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 i like to say good evening to the class and I'll be reading out of the King James version, substituting the true name where appropriate. That is Mark the second chapter. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born four. and when they could not come nigh unto him for the press. They uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Yahshua saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why doth this man thus speak blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but Yahweh only? And immediately when Joshua perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sin be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thy house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed and went forth before them all insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified Yahweh saying, we never saw it on this fashion. And he went forth again by the seaside and all the multitude resorted unto him and he taught them. And as he passed by, he saw the Levi, the son of Alpheus sitting at the receipt of customs, and said unto him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass that as Joshua sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Joshua and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw he eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Yahshua heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician. but they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the disciples of John and of the Pharisees used to fast. And they come and say unto him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast? But the disciples fast not. And Yahshua said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. No man also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old and the rent is made worse. And no man put his new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, excuse me, doth burst the bottles, and the wine is filled, and the bottles will be marred, but new wine must be put into new bottles. And it came to pass that he went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn, and the Pharisee said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? Excuse me. And he said unto them, Have you never read what David did when he had need and was a hunger? He and they that were with him. How he went into the house of Yahweh in the days of Abathar, the high priest, and did eat the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests and gave also to them which were with him. And he said unto them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the son of man is Yahweh also of the Sabbath. That was Mark, the second chapter, hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, uh, Dr. Morgan for that beautiful prayer and Dr. Lawrence uh, Lewis for the scripture. Tonight is our special lecture, and I'm getting ready to turn it over to uh, Dr. Doreen Lewis. Before I do, I want to uh, extend a warm welcome back uh, to our returning visitor, uh, Dr. Serena, excuse me, brother, sister, Dr. Serena Dawson. Good to see you again. Thanks for joining us. And also our returning visitors from uh, various schools. Uh, Thank you for joining us again tonight. Dr. Lewis.
0: All right. I'd like to welcome everyone out again to another lecture. Today we are listening to another recording of Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley, founder of the school. Uh, This lecture, we're going to do a few things. This lecture is about an hour long. And then there's another lecture that was probably done within that same week, maybe the next class after this one. It's only 10 minutes long, but he kind of goes a little more into something that he ended with in this lecture. So it's going to be two lectures, but they're total like hour and 20 minutes long uh next this is um lecture. dr Kinley gets into some things so i know for me it was kind of hard to listen not hard to listen to but it was hard to keep focused because he's and he says in the lecture he's teaching so he's giving the class part he's having class participation there's kind of you know some people you can't really hear things like that but try to pay attention try to focus because what he's going through is a fundamental misunderstanding that the religious world has of the bible and then that in turn with that misunderstanding is the reason they don't understand how the Bible's put together and how it works. So I will begin uh, as usual, turn your volume down. And then once I start playing the audio, you can turn it up to your own liking. All right. We're going to begin. I'm sorry. I want to do this too. Hold on. All right. I just want to read the notes that the transcribers put in. Um, the synopsis. So this is a complete lecture uh dr kenley deals with several aspects of the sabbath working with reference working with references in exodus and genesis he identifies the misunderstanding of the sabbath that is propagated by the seventh day Adventist and the seventh day baptist he points out that genesis is a record of the vision that moses had in the mount and that the first mention of the sabbath to man was to moses and israel in the gathering of manna in the wilderness he continues that adam eve noah And everyone on down knew nothing about the Sabbath until Moses and Israel. He shows how Yahshua fulfilled the Sabbath day completely when he lay physically in the tomb all that day. Also, the fact that the Sabbath is referenced in Genesis and the fact that the name Yahweh is used in Genesis proves that Moses is the author of the book of Genesis. Okay, here we go. It'd be good to take notes because uh, he's covering some stuff. All right, here we go.
3: Dr. Gary Matthews, and also Dr. Will McLean. Now, uh, Friday night, what we've tried to do uh, for quite some time uh, is to prepare uh, these ministers in particular. Uh, for the oncoming convention. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, when you say that, you see, it is not just exactly a matter of, you know, just going head on, saying something.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, But uh, it's a matter of profound knowledge. Mm -hmm. Mm You see, what's happening is this uh, is uh, unless, as uh, both speakers have indicated, you see this book is sealed with seven seals, and there's nobody on earth able to open the book and loose the seed, but uh, just like they told you, Now you might not be able to catch even the significance of that. You may take that just like you do everything else in a real passive way and say oh well yeah I know that. You read that over there in Revelations you see, mm-hmm. and and go right on. Uh, but I tell you, I uh, believe I can uh, have Doctor Bennett uh, Dern to testify at this time. which I'm just not going to do that, too. You can't tell much about me. Uh, about what he had learned since he has been down at, at uh, our office helping us type. Now, I don't believe Mr. hardly has words at his command to tell you what all he has learned. Since he did. Now, he'd been coming before he went down and started to type. he has been coming here before that time. But uh, in lining up these words and all, and having to say a thing so that uh, uh, somebody can understand it, it's written in your Bible. It's a problem, it? We've written and rewritten and rewritten and tore up and uh, rewritten it again and uh, red-lettered it and we've done every kind of thing. Is that right? Now, uh, Dr. Trainer and Dr. Matthew both were uh, at uh, the office down there. I, of course, I didn't see it, uh, I talking about it. Uh, this young man, uh, this man from uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, he thinks, just to show you, he thinks that uh, Jehovah's Witnesses has the truth. Hmm. And he's hard to get to it. And then as soon as you start to give him something, Mm -hmm. he's going to cut out. Well now, you may just think that's a characteristic that is uh, uh, one of the characteristics of Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) I humbly beg your pardon. Now the seven-day advent the seventh-day Adventist. is just a day. That's right. Now you
4: try to tell a seven-day
3: Adventist something. <laughs> now he's going to insist that. Maybe you better open your book for this, so I can get you up on something <laughs> to not the of this. It's not the problem. It's not the has been problem. And then there's one or two other things up here I want to bring out. Let's see, then I just might uh, give it to you. Uh, Now, I want you to read that those of you that have the holy name by you, what chapter is the, uh, what, what it, it's in the first chapter, there, uh, about the sassi And those of you that have the king, James, well, you find it in the second chapter. And, uh, and about, what's uh, the first part? Now, now look now. Now, this is what I want you to notice now. I want you to notice this. Now, we'll read over in Genesis. All right. Read
4: These are the origins of the heavens and of the earth.
3: Now, sit right still. Don't be moving around and patting your feet on the floor and chewing gum, because, see, I can't tell you nothing that way. See? You have to be quiet, as Yahweh said Himself. Be still. Know that I am Yahweh. Do you understand? Be quiet. That's one of the basic and fundamental tenets of teaching. be still. Sit down and shut up. See? That seems like it's a hard job for some, some of us to learn down here. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, I do Right now, <laughs> ain't that right? Now, I want you to read that uh, uh, fourth verse and the uh, yes, I'm talking about the seventh
1: day. Thus, the heavens and the earth were completed, and all their whole And on the seventh day. Elohim completed his
3: work which he had made. That's right. And he rested on the seventh day
1: from all his work which he had made. And Elohim blessed the seventh day and sanctified Uh it. Because that in it he had rested from all his work which Elohim created and made. You see that?
3: Now, where where are you reading, Dr. Harris? (laughs) Now, look up here. Don't go to sleep. First chapter of Genesis. Now this is first chapter of Genesis. Holy Name Bible. Holy Name Bible. Now somebody read it out of the King James Version. It'll be the same thing, only the words are different. But Yahweh is dead. Read it. Hurry up. I'm in a hurry. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. Thus the heavens and the earth. Were finished, and all the hosts of them, and all the hosts of them, and on the seventh day, and on the seventh day, God ended His work, God ended His work, which He had made, which He had made, and he rested. On the seventh day. And he rested on the seventh day. From all his work. From all his work. Which he had made. Which he has made. And God blessed the seventh day. And God blessed the seventh day. And sanctified it. And sanctified Because that in him he
4: had rested
3: And because that in it he had rested. From all the work which he did, from all the work which God created and made. Now, now you see. Now look here for what I want to tell you. Now, you see, this man is reading, both of them are reading in, in Genesis. Right.
4: right.
3: Now, the seven-day Adventists will come along and tell you that the Sabbath day was known as far back as uh, Genesis. That's right. You see? And they'll read this to you to prove that it was known. See, in other words, from Adam on down knew about the Sabbath day. And yet, Long before Israel. See? Which means Adam, Ena, uh, Adam. Uh, and Eve, and all of them knew about the Sabbath day. Now he goes back here to, to prove it. see, and he thinks that all of them on down. See, yeah. Seth yeah. and all of them Noah and all of them knew about the Sabbath day because it is written over in James. Then you couldn't... Stopping with nothing. Now, not a one of them knew anything at all about it. Never even heard nothing about it. Now, here's what they don't realize. See? Now, this is the first time anything ever was said about to tap this to anybody on Earth, see? All right, read it, Dr. Brooks or Dr. Hess, either one. Now, tell them why you're reading. It's, I think it's the 16th chapter of Exodus. That's, that's right. Then said Yahweh at the now Then said Yahweh. Now listen, now this is what we're getting now. We're, well, we're getting the first time it was ever mentioned, and then I'll be back over to Genesis pretty soon. All right. The whole of a rain bread from heaven for you. Mm-hmm. And the people shall go out and gather a certain rate
1: every day, mm-hmm. that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or not. Mm-hmm. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day, they shall prepare that
3: if they bring in. Mm-hmm. And it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Mm-hmm. And it goes on down, and on the, s- says that, uh, What do you have to
4: read?
3: Uh, six days, What, where, where are you read? Uh, what verse? Twenty-sixth. Huh? Twenty-six. Twenty-sixth. Read the twenty-six verse. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, again it there's a there's he now. Is, is that the that reads in your book code? Right. Where, where is that? Sixteen. Exodus, sixteen. Exodus, sixteen twenty-six. See? Now, that's the first time. That anybody on earth ever heard anything at all about the Sabbath day. Right there. Where are you reading that in the 16th chapter? See. Now, uh, the next time they heard something about it, suppose you read that. 20th chapter of Exodus. 20th chapter. Remember the Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day. To keep it holy. To keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor. Six days shalt thou labor. And do all thy work. And do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh. Thy Elohim. Thy Elohim. In it thou shalt not do anything. In it thou shalt not do anything. Thou nor thy son, mm-hmm. thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maid, nor thy manservant, nor thy maid, servant. nor thy cow, nor thy, thy stranger mm-hmm. within thy gates. Uh, now, where are you reading? 20th chapter. And uh, uh, what are you reading? Uh, this is uh, Yahweh speaking the law from the mountain. This is Yahweh speaking the law from Mount Sinai. Now, I want to point this out to you. See, if he hadn't have told them that about building that manner for six days, and then the seventh day was a Sabbath, and then six days and the seventh day was a Sabbath. See, before he spoke from the mountain, he couldn't have said, "Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy," because they wouldn't know about what he's talking about. <laughs> Do you you follow me? anybody don't follow me, hold up your hand. Don't be bashful, hold it up. I would like for you to repeat that.
4: What's that? I would like you to
3: repeat what you just said about uh, um, wouldn't have known the Sabbath. He spoke from the mountain. I just said that you took the 16th chapter and the 28th verse. You see? Well the twentieth, uh, the sixteenth chapter of Exodus. The 26th. See? And the twenty six, see, now the way he was reading that and speaking from the mountain is in the twentieth chapter. See? So now Israel in gathering the bread or the man, He told them to gather six days. And not together and uh, they wouldn't just wouldn't be any going together on the Sabbath. But that was a Sabbath. That was a rest. Now you asked me to repeat. So now I'm telling you, if you hadn't told them that in the sixteenth chapter, see when he spake from Mount Sinai and told them to remember the Sabbath, yeah. they would not have known what he was talking about. That's right. <clears throat> you get that? Yeah. Did you catch it that time? Yes. Ma'am? Yes. Sir. Okay. She's got it. <laughs> you see? Well, now you see Seventh-day Adventists. You see? They don't see that. You see? So this is the first time in the 16th chapter there's an man that Yahweh ever said anything to anybody at any time without keeping a Sabbath. That's the first time. The second time was when he spake from Mount Sinai to the same dude right. see, and telling them to remember right. that you gathered the manor sixteen and you rested the seventh at the Sabbath. Now remember that. See? Now we're ready for the clinching at the backfire in Genesis. True. See? Now I want you to go to the 24th chapter. Twenty-four and sixteen. And the glory of Yahweh. And the glory of Yahweh. And upon Mount Sinai. Bowl upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it. And the cloud covered it. Six days. Six days. See? on. See. And the seventh day. And the seventh day. He called unto Moses. He called unto Moses. Out the midst of out the midst of the cloud. Now I didn't tell you what happened. Right there. He said the cloud just, he just said it right there in the 24th chapter of Exodus, and the cloud covered it six days. That's what he said. And on the seventh day, he called on the Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Is that right? Now look. Look up here at me now. Now what you have in the first chapter of Genesis, each one of those days, of those six days, see, beginning with the first verse, Genesis, he's telling you what happened during those six days. That the cloud covered the mountain, you see, and on the seventh day. Now, that comes right down to the seventh day that you have in Genesis. See? Showing you what happened up there in the mouth. See? Now, listen. Listen closely. Now, what Moses did was to take the vision that he had during them six days and put it over here in Genesis. And if you look, see, now if you look, now you said the cloud covered it six days and on the seventh day, is that right? right. 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 Well, then Moses put, uh, see, on the seventh, now Moses put the vision over here and you come right back down to that same seventh day that you or that same Sabbath that you got in the first chapter of Genesis. Right. Wasn't doing anything but they're putting, the, putting over there in the first chapter of Genesis, the vision that you had during those six days. What's wrong? See, seven-day Adventists, seven-day Baptists, and the world have never woke up. They're just asleep as they can be.
4: They'll
3: never woke up to see that Genesis is the big. They're not going to run by this they know that no, I just brought that in. Jehovah's Witnesses see? You see that now? Yeah, unless you have somebody to really show you what it is really all about, you're just not going to uh, not going to see what it's all about. Now there's anybody in here that don't understand. If you don't hold up your hand, let me know I'm trying to cheat. All right. What's what? I think I don't understand. Well talk out
4: loud. I want everybody.
3: I understand the difference between the regions, but I still don't understand the part where they encourage the drivers. Look, take the 24-cap rest, the Just turn over that chair. Now you're to be See, look, listen here. Always everybody around here. Everybody around you. Pay attention to this. See, don't be getting around to whispering. Talk out loud so everybody can hear. Right. That's one of the things I've been teaching medicine to do. Mm. See, this ain't no whispering campaign. All right. <laughs> All right. Read out loud. I don't need to be criticizing no one person. I'm just talking to everybody. All right. And the glory of Yahweh abode upon Mount
4: Sinai. And
3: the now that seven days, you just read about that. That's that, that seven days that they took got over here, in the, in the first chapter of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the second chapter of Genesis. Well, that's the
4: same thing.
3: <coughs> because they put the division over here. But you got to a what happened going on this day there, there, there. That's what I'm saying now. That's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm trying my best to teach you all so that this Bible will become a reality to you. Does yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> anybody else don't understand me. If they is, I'm hold up your hand. Nobody else. Everybody understands now.
4: <laughs>
3: See, we won't have no more problems with that. See, everybody understands that now. Dr. <laughs>
4: complicated.
3: <laughs> now, if you understand it so well, you try explaining it to a, a seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> <laughs> seventh-day Baptist. <laughs> you see now, see what Moses did was to take the vision that he had during those six days in the status he did here, see, he just put it over in the front part of the book. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> See? And over in the first part of the book, he t- it says say here the cloud covered in six days, and on the seventh, he called the Moses I admit, to the cloud. That's what it says over here in Exodus. Uh, the reason why he don't say anything about what happened during them six days is because he took what happened and put it over here in the first part of the book. <laughs> Can you see that now? In other words, you put the vision in the first part of the book that he saw during the six days, the cloud covered the mountain. Then he said it in the beginning, you see, meaning in the beginning of his vision. where you got there in the first chapter of Genesis in the first verse, in the beginning. In the beginning of Moses' vision. Somebody thought it was in the beginning of the bridge. <laughs> see, but that's not it. Right. You see? Get <laughs> the point? Now, I've tried to tell you all this. This is what i tried to tell you. i tried to tell you you're not going to rush out here and go down to no library and get no books, no kind of books. See? And unless you come here, you don't have no chance. That's right. That's I said come here. You heard me. You're not blind. <laughs> you see? Now I want to show you. I told you the two things I had that I, I want to tell you about. See? Right. Okay. Then you find out why I just said for uh, you to come here. Here. You find out. I'm going to tell you about that now. All right. Now, in the 16th chapter, I mean the 24th chapter of Exodus, I want you to say and read that 24th verse. I believe it is Exodus, the 24th chapter, and the uh, 16th uh, verse. I believe it is. The glory of Yahweh mm-hmm. bold upon Mount Sinai. Nice and chance uh, verses, I believe. Then when Moses. Now look up here. Look right up here. Don't 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 don't, don't, don't look off nowhere. Because if you do, you'll lose the, 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 the thought. Now I'm trying to tell you now why I said And why these people say, unless you come here, you don't have no chance. Right. all right read then went up moses then went up moses and aaron and aaron nadab, nadab and Abihu and, and seventy of them and seventy of the elders and they saw the elohim and of they saw the elohim of israel i don't want to dwell on that and read the aaron, up. there was under his feet as it were that's right he paid work of a samurai and as it were, the body of heaven mm-hmm. and spirit. All right, read From on. Upon the nobles of the children of Israel, he laid not his hand. All right, read also on. Also, they saw Elohim and did eat and drink. Mm-hmm. Yahweh said unto Moses, mm-hmm. Come up in, unto me into the mountain. Now look, there. see, they are only part of the way up to the up in the mountain. They're not all the way up. You see. That's uh, Moses and the, uh, and the, and the seventy others here, see? And they here, and they, they're not all the way up. Mm-hmm. See? Now after this, uh, read on. Yahweh said unto Moses, And Yahweh said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mouth, Come up to me into the mouth, And be there. And be there. And i will give thee tables of stone and i will give thee tables of stone and a law and a law and commandments which i have written. that's right that thou mayest teach mm-hmm. and Moses rose up now 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 here's the part I want to get you to see now this is why i'm telling you unless you come down here you don't have no chance you got that didn't you yes, now, now that is why i'm telling you Alright, read. And Moses rose up. And Moses rose up. And his minister. And his minister. Joshua. Yeah. Uh, Joshua. Uh-huh. Read. And Moses went up into the mount of the lord And Moses went up into the mount of Elohim. Uh-huh. And he said unto the elders. Now listen, he, this is what that's the part I want. See? And he said unto the elders, Terry here. you you stick right here, You're right here. All right. You see? You stay where I, uh, I left you. Or you keep your seat where you are. You see? Say what? Until we come Uh, again. And he said unto the elders. And he said unto the elders. Carry ye here for us. You you stay here. Carry ye here. Uh, How long? Until we come again. Until uh, Joshua and I come back to you. Mm -hmm. Read. And behold. And if you have any questions. Aaron and her are with and you. And behold, Aaron and Her are with you. <coughs> if any man have any matters to do, if any man have any matters to do, to do, let them come unto them. Now you ask them. Listen. Now they didn't stick around where he told them right. to stay. Right. Until Dr. Wayne came back. Mm-hmm. See? Okay. <laughs> now there was up there in the mountains, Joshua and Moses up there in the mountains forty days, forty nights. See, and they didn't hang around there. Now watch what watch what happens. See, see. No, they come on back down here. Anyone listen? Right. They come on back down here. You see? And build it to go on and get. Now if they'd stayed up there way, he told him to stay at it, it wouldn't die better. That's right. All right. Uh, That's right. why he had
4: no
3: rule. See? Yeah. And if you'd stick around here and listen a while, you understand? Like you were told to do, <laughs> you see, you wouldn't get all messed up with this closer. <laughs> <laughs> But no, somebody comes down here sitting sit and it on earth. Yeah. As if those things knew all about it. You understand? See, they don't understand nothing about what we're talking about. You see? Get that now? Right. Now watch! Now Moses, he's up there getting the table, of stone. See,
4: mm-hmm. see,
3: well, him, when him and Joshua had come back down down the mountain, they wasn't there. They were down here building the golden calf. Mm-hmm. See, and Moses took that table of the stone and threw it down. The hop, right? the angry. threw down the table of the stone and broke it see? Now this what else didn't have didn't have. See? Moses didn't see faith. He didn't see the sin back there in the garden. See? Before he came down with the tables of stone. He didn't see that. Now this is the first table. See, he didn't see it, uh, the sin back here. See, but he told these guys, he said, you've you, you, you committed a great sin. Ain't that right? Well, you see, he, he didn't see the Adamic transgression. Now, why didn't he see it and what was he doing? Mm-hmm. Opening out that 40 days, 40 nights. And he, and he don't see no transgression. You see? Well, this is what he was doing. You see? He saw the creation by his pastor. So now look, suppose you can to catch it in your book. Read it, you got the 24 chapters, read the last verse. And Moses went into the midst of the crowd and get him up into the mountain. Mm-hmm. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. All right, now, Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Mm-hmm. See? Now, as we would like. See, we would, we would have put that there. You see, we would have put it down at the end. Now, take the 23rd, 5th chapter. And Yahweh spake unto Moses. And saying, Yahweh spake unto Moses. Saying. saying, saying Speak unto the children of Israel. Speak unto
1: the children of
3: Israel. That they bring me an offering. That they bring me an offering. Of every man that giveth it willingly. Of every man that giveth it willingly. With his heart he shall take my offering. Yeah. See, he shall take my offering. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. All right now, read on. As this is the offering which he shall take. Uh, uh, see. Gold silver, and silver. Now, you see. I'm t- now, listen. I'll just cut it up short because I know we just don't have a whole lot of time. See. Uh, see, now he's showing him, see, telling him to take of the children of Israel, see. And, and, and he's showing him, to see, them other days that he's up there, you see. He's showing him about how to build uh, uh, the, the tabernacle and how to build each one of the vessels, see. That's the reason why he didn't see the transgression, see. Hold everything, see when Yahweh is creating uh, and him seeing the vision of the creation, that's the greater and more perfect tabernacle, you see? And this one here that he's showing him, why he's in the mountain. Now I had you read the last verse of the 24th chapter, didn't I? Right. See? And then you went into the 25th chapter, didn't you? And then you begin to tell them about the author. And I said that I wouldn't have put, if it had been me right, I wouldn't have put in the last verse of the 24th chapter that he was in that 40 days and 40 nights. See? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put that there. Mm (laughs) See? (laughs) Get there? Now I want to read the last of the 25th and see if he told him during them party days and party nights told him about keeping was still in the mouth of his. and look that thou make them after their pattern which was showed thee in the mouth now you see, he was still in the mouth when well, it was shown you see you get the point mm-hmm. she hasn't come down right. see that's the reason why i said. <laughs> you see had it been me Right. I'd put it at the end over here. Uh-huh. But you see, he went on into the 20th, and put it in the end that it was in that 40 days and nights. Then he went on in the 25th chapter and told you about him gathering up and on. Right. You see, and building the sanctuary and he told him about the, 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 how, how the vessels and all what You understand now? You see? Now when you read the last part of the 25th chapter, he says, uh, according to the, the pattern which was shown you while it was in the mountain. That's written. You get that now? Just mm-hmm. right there, you can read it, all right? See, he saw the, he saw the baby of the tabernacle in the mountain. See? Now look, and listen. See, when Moses come down out of the mountain with these tables of stone, since he just saw the vision up here in the mountain, All right. and he told him about how to build the tabernacle, and the tables of stone was to be laid in the Ark of the Covenant, you understand? There was no Ark of the Covenant down here, but the laid the stone tables of stone. <laughs> <laughs> So you think you always don't. (laughs) You got the point? See? And that's what he (laughs) might say. See, when he said, when he in, this time to transgress Now, look! See? Now, this is a sin down here. This is a sin here. Right. See? But he didn't see this one here. Until after he done after he's seen this one here. Now look, now then Yahweh tells him, to he and it's the thirty-fourth there. Now look, you hew you out some stones, <laughs> just like the first, uh, first uh, stone, right. and then this, you bring them up here. Right. You see, and he had to go back up there uh, and take them tables and stone up there in that mountain. Do you see now? Mm-hmm. Well, when he went back up there, take them tables of stone up in there. You see? Then Yahweh showed him this sin back here, mm-hmm. and then he writes the genealogy right. and the pedigree of uh, Adam and his seed. You right. understand? He sees what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Well, he can make it down with the other table Stone. He cooled off. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? And he done told Israel, you know, about making this house for the cousin. And he had some nice food, you see. And he was not one hot when he got out of the other time. He made it. Do mm. <laughs> you see? They have you. <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> you see? <laughs> see the truth about it. See, they didn't do what they were told here. <laughs> you see? He told them to you. You yeah. stay here until yeah. we get back. <laughs> That's what Joshua, that's what Moses told me. You wait here on Joshua and me as we come back. But when it when he like, they all went on back and They didn't do what they were told. Say, now look here. Look up here. See, now look, let, me, let me give you a little, that, that's a little piece of it. Hang this one up, you see, so it just might catch on. Hmm. See, now, this there is this mount here, the top of Mount right? Sinai. And there, I stand didn't go out. Yeah. Now, listen at me now. I'm talking about the second chapter, the uh, first and second chapter of Acts sort of the yeah. Apostles. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, here he is. See, he took him out to the Mount of
4: Olives.
3: See, and he told him, said, now look, you go back to the upper chamber where you come from. You understand? And you hang around there. Don't do nothing to you hear him <laughs> 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 <Is> that right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't not no one. Yeah I mean. that right? right? And they went back. Where they went. Not what they did. Yeah. They come into the casting They didn't do what they did. not do what he did. told them to do to see who was gonna take Judas place who by transgression pay. They didn't do that, they you a- right. just can't do like you told and, and Paul says when I would do good, <laughs> the devil is better. <laughs> <laughs> all the way around you doing good, that right? <laughs> You see what I mean? Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 oh, ain't it something? See? Now they're trying to find out who's gonna take the devil place. See? is, the devil up here, you understand? Hey, T- you see what it's saying? See, they can't not to find out who's gonna take the devil for because like they're saying up there, because like he's saying down here, he's saying up there in the garden after the ascension. now here they are down there, casting lots.
4: <laughs>
3: now you what got him into that? Uh, got him into that trouble? See, before he ascended there in, in Luke twenty four forty four. You see, then he opened their eyes, opened their understanding in the scriptures. And told them that all that was in the scriptures had to be fulfilled. Ain't that right? You see? You see? And they began to open up their understanding. And then they began to look down in the scriptures. Uh, after that, and they seen that Judas, uh, see, somebody had to take his place.
4: <laughs> you
3: see what it mean? <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Boy, just a dog. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> See, so, so, so after you do they understand that he's giving them the keys then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's the real meaning of giving them the keys. Mm-hmm. Well, now, what are the keys? Mm-hmm. The keys is the law and the property. And the Holy Spirit yeah. to interpret it, right too. That's it. That's the keys. See? Yes, <laughs> that's the keys to the king. See? then yeah. now look, sing it out that one boy. Pete says, so "I'll give unto thee the keys of the king, Roman Catholic." Oh boy, they bitches in the almost dead, hooked, pole, singing and all. out oh, right. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, did. But you see, this is the part that he said, what I say unto one, I say unto all. So he gave them all the keys. The knowledge of the law and the prophecy. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah. Now, if you read over there in Luke, he said, and then opened it up. Yeah. there. Yeah, right. Right. I understand, yeah. Mm-hmm. who? Jews. of them. Mm-hmm. Not Jews, because Jews were dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you see? Mm-hmm. Now, have you learned anything at all? Tonight? Mm-hmm. Have you learned anything at all? Yeah. <coughs> Well, maybe there's just one more thing I ought to tell you. Just one thing that I want to tell you. Now, I told you they didn't know nothing about the Sabbath. Right. In other words, look here. Here's Adam, he was put in the garden. Talk about Sabbath now. Here's Adam. That's the reason why was good, thank you See now, it was. Set him down baby. Mm-hmm. see what was doing. See? That way, when put him in that garden, you told him to keep Put him in there? To take the, the, the what? To dress and keep it. To dress and keep it, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But look. See, it was already in fruition. Yeah. See, there wasn't no old limbs on it. He didn't have to do no whoring around or digging around. It was already in rest. So he told him not to beat the fruit. Is that right? Yes, now, here's what I'm trying to show you. See, he was, he was in the Sabbath. But Sabbath means rest. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. See? Now, he don't have nothing to do. So? But now, look at what trouble started. Now, when he committed to the sin, then he has to go out. Right. That's why I'm starting start busy. Work. Right. And the sweat <coughs> out of thy face, till thou eat bread until you return unto the ground. In other words, Adam then yeah. had to work six days. Right. See? Yeah. Now you are the human race. You are the Adamic. Uh, See? Yeah. See? Now you have to work and we haven't had no Sabbath. That's, right. That's, right. That's what Paul is saying in take second chapter of life. You want to read it? We who? You say, all right, now let me show you. Now be are filling the law
4: down.
3: Now you have to look up. You have to keep your eyes open. And don't you see that you have to, at first place, I find words. See, See it, it, you just don't run up here and say, we're all for Jesus, and then everybody get shouting. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, Jesus says, yes, You understand what I'm talking about? Now look, I hear to understand. the staff. There was under the dog, is this crazy in now, here it goes. If you look in Matthew, you look in Luke, I don't have time going all it' just get too much reading now. See, you will find that that Friday that was the Jews' preparation day. see and they, See, they ate that supper, Mm -hmm. see, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, on a Saturday, you watch now, Saturday was a Sabbath. Now, he's fulfilling this. <clears throat> now here is fulfilled. He yes, laying out there In the cemetery Listen No pulse beat No eyes batting <laughs> See See none of that Wrist. Mm-hmm. That was a Sabbath. That was removal of well, that Sabbath. And early in the morning, first day of the week, or Sunday morning, he rose dead. Now you can't say he didn't keep the Sabbath. No? That's right. That's right. Now when Jews was watching him around before. He went out in the corn you see, mm-hmm. he and the disciples, and he cooked it on the Sabbath day. See, and they brought an accusation this did You see? And he says, now, said, now, that he was Lord of the Sabbath, or he was Yahweh of the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And listen, the Sabbath was made for the man, See? Not for him. That's right. You see? <laughs> you see? You get the story? Right. They were the ones that were supposed to arrest. Right. But they brought that accusation again. But uh, but but now what I want what I want to point out this time. See this time, when he's laying out there in Joseph's the new tomb, the stone roll up to the door. Isn't that an eye? A pulse didn't be. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Now what about that? Mm-hmm. He almost kept that lid mm-hmm. in. Yep. <laughs> 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 you see what I mean? <laughs> you see, that great. it. Moved it out of the way. Mm-hmm. See? Now that was the old Dorsac. You see? But now look. Going clear back in Adam now coming on through, after Adam, the second Adam, fulfilled this, you see. Now, Paul is telling you the second chapter of Colossians. Mm-hmm. you see, mm-hmm. it's see? Mm-hmm. that we haven't had no Sabbaths. Mm-hmm. See, we haven't worked our six days yet. Mm-hmm. See, if you take 4,004 and and where we are now and having them together that ain't six thousand years or six days you see, but you coming up on it Yeah. you see that now now I so time to let. So I, I, I'll say the other thing maybe, some other time
4: that I wanted to
3: take. So if you. So if you want to go, why then to stand and have the benediction. Of course, I could tell you in a few minutes and we still don't go. Yes. Do that. Yes. Well, now here's what I want to tell you, the other thing. Yes. You see? Now by Moses putting this back here about the Sabbath, you can see that Moses wrote it. Because didn't nobody know anything about it but the Moses Joseph I mean, is anything about the Sabbath. You see? Mm-hmm. You see? In other words, what he put back there in Genesis, you see, it was his vision that he had, so didn't anybody know anything about it. Now that proves that Moses wrote. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's one of the positive proofs. Mm-hmm as Moses wrote to the projection. You see the point? Now here's the other. At the third chapter of Exodus, I'm gonna tell you it isn't real, but pretty, pretty quick. Third chapter of Exodus, you will find, listen now, that nobody, and look now when I say nobody, if you take me for what I just say, I said nobody. That's right. And you, you leave it like I put it. See? I'm going to explain, so you won't have to. See? From Adam on down, knew his name. So he didn't reveal it to us. See? He was known as the almighty provider. Is that right? That's right. In the third chapter of Exodus, he told you. Is that right? right. He said, now wait a minute. Don't don't start telling him a liar. It's all right if you want to call me one, but please don't call him no liar. He said, in the third chapter of Exodus, mm-hmm. that they did not, he, that's what he said, not me. Is that what you got there? That's right. Try and read this. One. And I appeared unto Abraham. And I appeared unto Abraham. Unto Isaac. Now look, you got a great big problem up there trying to find out who Joshua is over here with Moses. When he appeared down there, you understand? You, say, you got a great big problem. And you're scratching your head and you're wondering and carrying on about that. So look, yes, I appeared long before then to Abraham. Right, okay. Now, appearance means, uh, you see, it means that you get, you see me as, 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 as I am, you understand? Mm-hmm. Before, long before they appeared to down here, to, to, to Moses, to Joshua, to, to Joshua. Yeah. How am I doing? All right. All right. See? Right. But now, there's a problem there. They say, but, but, but by my name. Abraham, none of back a they didn't know my name. Mm-hmm. Yahweh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. But this is the way they knew him. They knew him as the almighty provider. Mm-hmm. Let me make some provision, if you please. <laughs> See? When he put Adam in the garden, said, "The Lord God, mm-hmm. that's Yahweh. <laughs> So he planted a garden east and east, and he put the man in it, is that right? And it was in fruition, is that right? In other words, he provided something for him to eat. You see what I mean? Not only that, see, everything, see, anything, did. See, that's like when there's a famine up here in the land you understand? He provided something down here for him. Right. You see? Get the point? He provided the means of building an art. He's a provider. They didn't know nothing about by his name. You see? Get the point? Now when you go over in the second chapter of death, you see? You'll find, Lord said, Lord is translated Yahweh. Now look, look, watch me now. That too proves that Moses wrote it. Right, right, right. right. God, couldn't nobody else like because nobody down there knew his name. See them clinches? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you
3: see? Did you get that? Yeah. You find Yahweh all through the book of Genesis. Right. And nobody through the book of Genesis knew anything about his name. Right. See? And that proves that he revealed his name, see, to Moses. Where it was there at the burning bush. Well, he revealed his name to Moses. See? This And he was the first, get this one, and only man on earth that knew his name. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. So couldn't nobody else write the book of Genesis but Moses. Because it was the
0: only man on earth that knew his name. Let's go. OK, uh, that was the end of the first lecture. And then the second one, he goes right into that, what he just ended with. So uh, it's only 10 minutes. I'm going to start it now. There's no transcript for the second one.
3: But uh, the reason why I want to make this remark is because uh, you see these charts as they are around here. Now, I told you one time to the other that it was almost a matter of impossibility for us to draw them any, under any circumstances and conditions so that you could see and understand. Now, what Dr. Harris has told you about this chart here, you see here, Now when when Moses came down out of the mountain, even the first time, I don't know whether you noticed that or not, see, see they were not here. See? see, They they were not here. Mm -hmm. Then another thing too, this burning bush was a long time, uh, uh, something uh, after them, you understand? Now what we try to do, we try to condense this thing as much as we possibly could. Now, you find in your book that we're writing, which Dr. Gross is having a uh, lot of problems with, and Dr. Dennis is putting them in the book so that you can understand. Now, look, you see, when Moses comes down, now, if you notice, and this is a very important thing, and I wouldn't have gotten up here had it not been for, for this one particular thing. See, if you noticed in your book, when Joshua and Moses uh, started on up in the mountains, they told Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and these 70 elders, now listen to what I'm saying. They told them to stay right where they were. Mm-hmm. That's what they were told to do, you stay here carry here for us until we come back. See? Now, they didn't do that. So then, now, what we have to do, you see, we have to mask this in the book, you see? And this is what Dr. has told us. She said they didn't stay here where they were told to stay until they come back They went down and built this golden gate. Now if they have stayed up there where where they told them to, they wouldn't have gotten into this trouble down here. Right, right. You see? Now here we are, we come and we tell you all the time, and labor hard to tell you that you're going out here in these churches. See? Now a lot of people think, well, now he's against the church. No. That's not the idea. Uh, what we're trying to, our best to do is to tell you that they can't tell you nothing about the things that you uh, 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 that you learn down here. Right. See, this thing has got faith comes by hearing. Now, if you don't hear the thing straight,
4: mm-hmm.
3: see, you can't you can't have no confidence in it. Well, somebody, and now here's what happened. Somebody say, well, look, I've been belonging to this church all these many years, and I've been belonging to the Roman Catholic Church all these many years, and I've been belonging. Listen, I was a Baptist bred, and I was a Baptist born, and when I died, this would be a Baptist gone, and all that kind of thing, you see? You see? Now, there was a time for that. Coming down through these dark ages, after, after the Pentecost, the abomination of desolation. You see? All of these Roman Catholic and Protestants, heathen churches and all them kind of things. You see? Now, you can't go in the library. Now, Dr. Gross and and Dr. Harrison and and some of us are (coughs) busy writing these books. Now, you listen to what I'm telling you. See, I mean the most modern of them. See? They, 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 They can't tell you nothing about this. They don't know nothing about it, you see? Now, here's, here's my point. Now, I told you, just like Moses told them, you stay here until, uh, until, you understand? We're telling you, you stay here, and if you don't stay here.
4: get in trouble, <laughs>
3: then if you're there, if you're not going to stay they ain't you going to get in trouble just like they <laughs> well there, there ain't nobody out there. there ain't nobody in the Roman Catholic church or nobody in the Protestant church not a one of them remember right see whether you like it or not now you might poke out your mouth and get all warm about that and hot in the car mm-hmm. you see Understand? Mm-hmm. Well, now, just before you do that, then you're going to get yourself some books. Right. See, and see if it, see if it ain't like we tell. Now, here's what, here's what the average person that picks up the Bible. I don't care whether it's a uh, pope, uh. see, cardinal, bishop, you name it. All right. Sign it, anybody. Now, here's what he does. when he picks it up. First thing he's dumbing a jackass on, he don't realize that he's reading the video. Right? right. (laughs) See? Get the point? Now, you have a day-by-day logical sequence down in the first chapter of Dennis, don't you, when you open your Bible? Now, suppose I say this to you. See? Just to get you to say, it. right? When? When? Didn't Moses learn anything about that? Well, you wouldn't know that it was up in a
4: mountain.
3: Right. See? And if I say when, you don't know nothing about when it was. Right. You
4: see?
3: You get the point. And you're never gonna learn until you come down here. If you read that, somebody will say, "What well, was just about 15 billion years ago?" Mm-hmm. See, they don't even know that was created in the rim of near you know, That without any time at all. Mm-hmm. Right. See, 20 billion years or 40 billion years, they don't even touch it. Mm-hmm. They don't get. They don't even get it to start. Right. You see what I mean? So now, that's why. See? Now, Dr. Harris, I'm going to explain myself here. Dr. Harris, Dr. Dennis, stand up, Dr. Bennett. Dr. Bennett, and I, we're working down there, you understand? Writing this second edition of this book. All the things that we skipped over, right, and went ahead on, we're bringing them out to you so that you can see, so that you can understand. Now look, you see, I told you this time and time again. You see, now you take this elementary chop. This is the first. <laughs> now you see, right between Adam and Eve, or right between here. Say, do you see anything about the translation of Enid there? You do on that? Say, do you see anything about Cain and Abel slain? Uh, do you see that between this plate and that plate? Do you see? Now what I did, I tried to hit the high spots and put it together so that you could see it. Mm-hmm. Well, now that, that ain't what we're doing, is it? Right. <laughs> see, that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, when we stand up and tell you this, see, unless you die here for us, mm-hmm. see, you're gonna get in trouble. That's mm-hmm. all. See. Now, somebody said, well, I ain't going out. I ain't going out build no golden <laughs> Now I ain't you to do nothing like that. Yeah, I know better than that. But you see, you haven't got sense enough to go see That you're going out there worshiping some man. That's right. The preacher, that's what Paul is talking to you about in the first chapter of, 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 of Romans. See somebody kissing somebody's ring, just down and down. You see? <laughs> see? Listen. As Paul put it, the worshiping of angels. You see? And intruding in those things which he has not heard. <laughs> now the Jews, you see, they think that the twelve order of angels. And there's shifts going on and off. Right. <laughs> See, and you got to know what angel is on during that particular hour, that, during that shift. <laughs> <laughs> See, you better stay around here. You better stick around here. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn what it's all about, you better stay around on here. Ten forty.
4: That's right.
3: And don't you move unless I move. All
4: right. There you go. Okay. That's what
3: I'm talking about. That was the announcement that I wanted. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, have the, let's
0: have the announcement real quick. All right. That was, that's the end of the second lecture. Um, so I know for some of us who've been here for a while, Dr. Kenley covered a lot of things, and it probably helped our understanding. And then for those of you who may be newer, it may not have quite. Quite gotten exactly what he was talking about. We're going to have Dr. Rhonda Brazil to give us an uh, overview and maybe explain a little more. Dr. Brazil.
5: Good evening, everyone. I do hope and trust that you enjoyed that lecture from Dr. Kelly. There was a lot of ground that he covered. And um, one of the things that really stood out about what he was talking about. Was that he was explaining how Yahweh's purpose operates uh, in these events, and um, and you know there's a lot to to talk about with this, but I just want to um, review one of the things that he was saying, and um, what he was talking about in one portion. This is only a portion of that particular transcript. And as you can see how Dr. Kelly um, takes the topic from one phase to another, and he, he connects it into something else, you understand? And Then he ties it all back together, which is phenomenal. But this is what he was able to do after he received the divine vision and revelation from Yahweh himself, explaining how it is all interconnected. And so here, where Dr. Kinley picked up right here where we're looking at on this chart with Moses standing here on the plateau of the mount with Joshua, who is read as Joshua in the Bible, um, next to him, pointing to the children of Israel down here with the golden calf dancing around it. And Moses has those tables of stone over his head because he's about to cast them down. And so Dr. Kinley went on and he explained about how, uh, where you go a little left, you see that uh, picture of Aaron, Nadab, and Abayu and the 70 elders standing there. And they were told to stay on the plateau of the mountain. They were given instructions to stay on the plateau of the mountain. And Dr. Kinley said, now they didn't do what they were told. And so, what they did, they went down, they got into this trouble over here with this golden calf, building this golden calf because they didn't do what they were told. And then Moses comes down and he sees that, that's what this picture is showing. He's raising those stones over his head to cast them down to him. Because he says, as Dr. Kelly says, he got hot when he saw that. Now, Dr. Kelly explained why it was Moses got hot. And he says, now he didn't see the sin up here. If you can go to your elementary chart, to the first plate is called the transgression plate because it shows here where Adam and Eve were given the commandment in the garden, not to touch the fruit of the tree of the garden that's in the midst of the garden. They could touch any other fruit. And as Dr. Kelly went on to explain, the man was told to dress and keep the garden, but the garden was in fruition. That means it was like summertime. There was fruit on the trees or late spring. There's fruit on the trees. There's no boughs that are hanging. There's nothing that's dead. There's, you know He didn't have anything to do. So he was at rest. As long as he's obedient to the commandment, he's at rest. And he doesn't have anything to do. Enjoy the fruit of the garden, but don't touch the fruit in the midst of the garden. Now, Dr. Kelly explained that they didn't do what they were told. And when they touched that fruit of the tree, as you see in the plate next down, Adam driven out, they had to come out of that garden because of the disobedience. Now, Dr. Kelly explained that Moses waxed hot to throw those tables of stone down because he didn't see this up here. His vision was cut off in the mountain. He saw the first seven days of the creation with Adam and Eve at rest in the garden. That was the last thing Moses saw before he was told there's a noise of war in the camp. You understand? So where where Dr. Kelly is explaining that in the transcript, it is very profound what he's bringing out. And some have struggled to understand this in Yahweh's purpose, how these events that Yahweh is sharing with us come together and are interconnected to show the purpose of Yahweh in these events he's showing. So the man, Adam, he's told not to touch the tree, but he doesn't do what he's told. He disobeys. And that, however, is according to the purpose of Yahweh that he does that. He has to come out of the garden because there was a commandment he was given before he was given a commandment to dress and keep it. He was given the commandment to be fruitful and multiply. He's given that commandment before the woman is taken out of him. Yahweh didn't go to the dust of the ground to get the woman. He went into the man's side and removed the rib and the womb to make the womb man. And without the womb, man, he can't be fruitful and multiply. While they're in that state, in the condition, in the garden, at rest, they won't be fruitful and multiply. So Yahweh's purpose is that the man has to come out of that. So he's not going to do what he's told. He's going to touch that fruit. And that's what Yahweh said to him. For in the day you eat thereof, not if. But in the day you do, you shall surely die. So with that transgression that Moses, can you go back to Moses' chart, didn't see. And see, this is one of the things I was telling um, back, and I hope you could go back and find that, where he's saying, now if Moses had come down with the tables of stone, there wasn't anywhere to put them in the first place. Now, would you look at that? <laughs> To me, that's his profile. And Dr. Kelly makes this statement. He says, now, you think Yahweh dumb. <laughs> How are you going to give a man the tables of the law and ain't nowhere to put them?
0: All right. Tell me when you want that transcript, Ron.
5: You can pull it up now. I'd like to go back to, to where he says that. So now... <laughs> What Dr. Kelly is explaining as you see that man in the garden partake of that fruit, he didn't do what he was told. And he talked about those children of Israel that were supposed to stay on that plateau, but they didn't do what they were told. And he connects that. They didn't do what they were told. They go down here and get in that trouble. So here he is. He says, now look and listen. See, when Moses come down out that mountain, out of the mountain with these tables of stone. since he just saw the vision up here in the mountain and he told him about how to build the tabernacle. That was the 33 days after the first seven days of the creation when he sees Adam and Eve at rest. The next 33 days of the 40 days he was up there was about the tabernacle construction. So he hadn't come down yet to tell them what to build but he gave them those law that that tables of stone he said you understand there was no ark of the covenant down here for him to lay the tables of stone in see you think yahweh's dumb chuckling get the point see and that's the reason why see when he chuckles seeing this adam transgression now look this is a sin down here pointing and tapping on the chart. This is a sin here. He's comparing what's happening in the garden to what the children of Israel do on the mount, And we, in any of our affiliations before coming to this school, and that's what he says a couple of times in this transcript, you have to come down here because this is where the vision is. It's a prophetic vision that if they don't see it, the people perish. That's Proverbs 29, 18. You have to have the vision to explain these connections. Mm-hmm. You would have never known it. But that vision makes a connection between what happened in the garden. They had one commandment in the garden. They couldn't keep. To the commandment that was given at the mountain with Moses, not 40 days. He was up there in the mountain 40 days. Or he had seen the, um, the the tabernacle, but it was cut off, and he had to come back down and see these people acting a fool down here. He didn't see that sin up there. That's what he's connecting. This is a sin here, and this is a sin down here. He's connecting what happened with that with Adam to what happened with the children of Israel. That that. Moses didn't see yet. He didn't see the transgression with Adam and Eve to understand why the children of Israel did what they did. And that's where he says, if you go down a little bit, it says that he wasn't hot when he got down the other time. So if you go up a little bit, I guess you could start just where he says. He says, but he didn't see this one here until after he done, after he seen this one here. After he saw the one with the children of Israel, You know, he didn't see the one up there in the garden until after he saw the one with the children of Israel. So now then Yahweh tells him to hew in the 34th chapter. Now look, you hew out some stones, just like the first stones, and then listen, you bring them up here. Now look, this is the thing that's profound about what Dr. Kelly is saying. This is what blows my mind It makes me grin. And look, it had to happen that way. (laughs) That's what's so awesome. Yahweh is making his purpose operate in these events. The purpose of Yahweh with the two tables of stone. He's showing something with that. The first tables of stone are likened to the first covenant. The children of Israel, they disobey and break that first covenant, not 40 days into it. The first commandment was don't make any other graven image. And they broke that one Right. within 40 days. And that had to happen that way because they're signifying the first tables of stone are broken, because it's signifying the first covenant is not gonna be kept. It's gonna be broken. And there wasn't nowhere to put it. Yahweh working all of this at the same time. Now I'm continue where he's reading, where he's Lecturing, you see, and he had to go back up there and take them tables of stone up there in that mountain. Well, when he went back up there to take them tables of stone up in there, you see, then Yahweh showed him this sin back here. Talk about the one in the garden. And then he writes the genealogies and the pedigrees of Adam and his seed. You understand? He sees what it's all about. That's the point. Now he comes down with the next tables of stone. He says, now where he could make it down with the other tables of stone, he cooled off. And he then told Israel about making this Ark of the Covenant. That's after they had broken the tables of stone and and after the Children of Israel event, he explained to them about the the, uh, tabernacle construction. And he then told Israel about making this Ark of the Covenant and he had someplace to put it. And he wasn't hot when he got down the other time. Now, that's the, the third trip when Moses came down. If you you are learning, and I, I was talking to another brother earlier about learning what's in that Bible. When he came down that third time, Moses shone, his face shone. Because he understood now. And he was cooled off, he said. He said he wasn't hot when he got down the other time. You see, he made it, you see. Ain't it a beauty? <laughs> and it is. It's amazing. Because he showed Moses why it had to happen that way. And when he understood that, when Moses saw and understood that, and he saw all the way down to Yahshua's redemption, he cooled off. He understood Yahweh's doing this. And now that second tables of stone is like the second covenant. That's gonna be placed in the Ark of the Covenant, that most holy place, that on our body chart. If you look at that tabernacle man chart, that Ark of the Covenant was signifying it was synonymous to the man's mind, his head cavity. So those tables of stone represent that second covenant that's gonna be placed in the man. Now they're gonna keep it. And now after that second covenant, or after that second tables of stone, is put in that tabernacle like it's supposed to be everything put together like i'm supposed to be that's exodus 40 and 33 then the spirit feels it and that whole thing operates like it's supposed to the children of israel doing their feast days doing the whole um archa doing the whole law doing it according to the tabernacle doing you know the whole thing's operating now like it's supposed to be and that was the allegory of that second covenant when it's placed in you and the spirit feels, now you're gonna keep it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. awesome. that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. All of it just orchestrated beautifully that way. And that's the way, and that's what Dr. Kelly is talking about. Now, if you had stopped there when he said, now those people came down, they didn't do what they're supposed to do. Now, if they had done what they're supposed to do, they wouldn't have gotten this mess. If you stopped there in that transcript, you didn't go all the way down to see Dr. Kelly explaining this this way. And how he's explaining. Now, it, it connected back there. Now, then he takes it all the way over to where the disciples are. They're going to figure out who's going to take Judas's place. Because he gave them just a little bit of understanding that these scriptures mean that Judas have to be, uh, that there's another one that takes his bishopric. It's written in scriptures that way. So he's told them a little bit about it. Now, they take that little bit of knowledge and they go draw lots like they're going to pick up. Ain't none of them were picked that way. <laughs> but that's what happens. You see, when you don't do what you're supposed to do, because Yahweh, Yahshua told them, now you stay here until you receive power from Ohio. That's what he means when he says, till you hear from me again. You know, when you receive power, Ohio, he said, don't do nothing. He ain't telling them to draw no lots. <laughs> it's just, you don't do what you're supposed to do. All right. And then he connect that all the way up. Now you're supposed to stay here. Stay here and learn yourself something. Do what you're told to do. That's awesome. But we have a a visiting brethren. And I'm so glad to see his name on here. And I do want to make mention of you, uh, Dr. James Dye. Is that you? Um, That's the dean of the Muskegon branch who um, um, received the invitation to join us on on the the, uh, Zoom meeting. And you're here tonight. And I wanted to um, ask you if there's anything that you'd like to say uh, in in relation to this lecture that we've heard of Dr. Kelly or anything else that you want to bring out. Is that you, Dr. Dye?
0: He hasn't unmuted yet. Uh, Dr. Dye, you're welcome to speak if you'd like to.
6: I'm unmuted now. You hear me? Yes,
0: you
5: are. There you go.
6: Well, I got on late and I was really glad to hear what you guys were reading from those lectures. Now, all I would say about that is like uh, uh, in this school, now I was reading something today that Dr. Kinley said this was constant repetition. It's constant repetition by the pattern, the things that he speaks on the transcripts and I always put it this way. Now, I wasn't around during the time that Dr. Kennedy was given giving all those lectures. But the opportunity to have these transcripts, you know, and if you get a chance to review them because it is a school and it's not a church, and the things that you review in this class concerning the Law and the Prophets. So if you had an opportunity to read the books that he wrote, and there are several, God, the archetype original, well, second, the God, the archetype original pattern, well, that's the first one he wrote back in the early 60s. About eight years later, he wrote Elohim, the archetype original pattern of the universe. And that information that you find in there is constantly being repeated. See, so when you go through your textbooks, volume one, volume two, and volume four, and volume three, because they vary when you read your textbooks. And then you go back and read those transcripts an opportunity like the date, you'll find the same thing in your textbooks. You find the same thing uh, in your pamphlets, see? And it's good to hear those lectures. And I say from 1931 to 1976, there's a whole lot of lectures that he had covered but those that you have access to, is a good thing to review. And it's a good thing to go over those things in class sometimes, see? And it's kind of like impossible for you to make all the correlations that the founder make, you understand? So he also, as I'd say, set up a standard, see? And as you continue in this school, you're going to continue to learn. So you begin to look at these charts. You understand? I know that I heard him mention something about uh, on the chart on the pattern of plan of salvation. He mentioned something about what happened from between the garden. You understand? Right. And knowing the flood. See? So what he went in and do, there's the thing that we call chart series number two, or we call it, in summary, the 40 plate chart. Now, those charts are there. See, and as he preaches this gospel, sometimes he say, here a little and there a little. So even when you look at this chart, you understand as we call the divine pattern of the universe manifesting his purpose by the physical creation. I don't see the rest of it. <laughs> Probably says something about through the dispensation and age or proven existence of Yahweh and through the dispensation and ages. So when you look at this chart, even in this chart, I heard Dr. Burbank Mitchell used to be, as he said, used to be the Dean of New York. Now he also has a chart series, you understand? And I always mess that up. Uh, Dr. Underwood says 48 plates, I used to say 44, for well, 48 plates. And he brings in some, some additional events, you understand, as you look at this series. Now, I was mentioning the other day about the history plate. I think that's like plate, 26. You understand? See? Now, in our class back in the day, what they would talk about, they would tell us, you know, some of our students would say, well, you know, you don't go to the law and the prophets too much. Well, then I say stupid stuff like, you know, Moses was a prophet. <laughs> and he's accredited to writing the law. But when you look at this plate, you have the migratory pattern plate number 24. You have the tabernacle pattern, plate number 25, then you pick up this history plate. And from the history now, if you understand, because what he does in this, he gives you a really good summary of the Bible. When you get to the history plate and you take a peek at this history plate, what you find out is that it's dealing with the times of the Gentiles. If you understand, because he had Nebuchadnezzar's dream, and he goes from Babylon to Median, Persia, to Greece, to pagan and papal Rome, right? And Yahshua comes in during the time of uh, uh, pagan Rome. You understand? Then it jumps to conception, birth, and flight. You understand? Well, now if you thought about what was in your Bible as you. Now, somewhere along the line, you're gonna be forced to read something out the Bible. And I encourage everybody at a very minimum, if you're gonna understand this doctrine, I'm sure that you're veterans over there, that you need to at least at the very minimum, read the first five books because the prophets, so what falls in this history plate? The history plate goes from Joshua, as we say, to Malachi, all the way down to and when we say the con- conception, birth, flight, memorial, Passover, baptism, and ministry of Yahshua the Messiah, you understand all those things were under the law. So, and then if you go through all those events, like I say, you get into the judges, you get into the kings, you get into a couple other things like, I guess it's Esther, maybe Ruth or something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And
6: then you go through the prophets, you understand? So he did not put every plate in there, but he said there's enough there for you to understand this thing by the pattern of the tabernacle. And he makes those correlations and Yahshua comes in to fulfill what we consider to be the law and the testimony. So he did not draw out every plate. But when you compare these plates, if I say you can take your ages in your dispensation chart, and you can take this chart series here, number two, and you can place them, if you understand, in your ages and dispensation. And you can see that that's a pattern. So I would say things like I didn't know before that. This may not be the exact word, but he's running a theme and he's repeating that. When you take your ages in dispensation chart, or you take your chart on the plan of salvation, you understand, if you looked at that, and you looked at the event because he said he didn't have enough time, you you heard him say that, to put everything on that particular chart, which he said was the first chart. But if you run through those eight circles at the top, see, you can place those things from Elohim being the beginning all the way down to the end, see? And that also takes care of your ages and dispensation. So the lower portion of that chart by the pattern is a summation. And if you went through there and picked up the lines, let's say from the garden sorry okay
0: you got five minutes on the
6: portion of that from the garden to noah in the flood if you understand what age would that might be if you took it from the flood down to the children of israel you understand or two, where we pick up Yahshua's baptism and ministry—the three and a half years—it runs all the way down to the crucifixion barrel, and resurrection and ascension of Yahshua the Messiah. You see, so we got the age, the antediluvian age. We got the post-diluvian age, and then he runs the present kingdom age. You understand, from Pentecost all the way down to where we are, or to eschatology which is the end of all things, and it brings it right back into sanctum of Sanctorium or into the kingdom, which is typical of coming from Elohim, you understand, in the beginning to Elohim being revealed in the end. And there are some other things that I was noticing the other day, because there are other ministers that may concentrate on chart series number two. And what I look at sometime, if Elohim, in the beginning in the top circle if you can enlarge that you know those eight circles
0: sure dr uh, dr die you have about two minutes
6: okay i'm not gonna take that long of <laughs> <Up> nowhere <laughs> i want to look at the the circles you see that it begins in the kingdom and if you go to the eighth circle you'll see that it what
0: ends in the kingdom
6: it ends in the kingdom now then if you can run a principle in a sense of those kingdoms so if you went back to the elohim archetype original pattern chart real quick and look up and as moses has seen the creation you understand and what do we have now we have the third day of the creation which is what kind of kingdom (laughs) plant yeah we say maybe the vegetable kingdom if you understand if you go into the fifth day now he puts the seasons there you know fourth day the fifth day what kind of kingdoms do you have you have the biological kingdom the kingdoms of the fish and the insects and you have the bird kingdom and then when you get down to the man you understand what i'm saying adam on the sixth day he's given dominion and he's also a king his king and his queen and then we got two books that are called what Kings, right? if you understand what I'm saying. So when you look at these charts and you put them together in a total picture, all the chart series that Dr. Kinley has put together, he's running the same thing by the pattern in all those charts, including man made in the image of Elohim by the pattern, where you have the sixth day that you have the man form and the woman divide. OK, well, uh, thank you for giving me an opportunity to have uh, something to say. And I did appreciate very much the things that I've heard that you guys were covering. Make me want to come back all the time. (laughs) That's all I'll say, I love you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Dye. You're welcome anytime. I'll turn it over now to the moderator.
1: Thank you uh, for your words. I'm Dr. Dye. Dr. Rhonda Brazil. Uh, thank you for your overview. And as always, whenever we do the transcripts and playing the audio of the founder. It is super edifying and um uh, an abundance of information that was given to us. An exceptional class. Thank you everyone who participated and everyone who visited. We welcome you to come back and visit us. Our uh, our class hours are Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8:30 p.m until I'm sorry from 6:30 p.m. until 8 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Sundays Uh, from 1 30 to 3 30 p.m Eastern standard time at this time we're going to have doxology which is which is taken from the last two verses of the book of uh, jude now to him i'm sorry may we all stand in our hearts and minds please now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise on him our savior through yahshua the messiah our sovereign belongs to glory majesty dominion and power both now and forever let us all say hallelujah.
0: hallelujah
5: hallelujah 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 hallelujah